Hey everyone, and welcome to Drinks and Dice. We're a small group of friends and family who have been playing Dungeons and Dragons together via Zoom for a few years, and have recently decided to start recording and broadcasting our play sessions. The intent behind the broadcast are to help our players remember what happened and catch up on content they might have missed, as well as provide entertainment for all of our children. If you're not one of the members of Drinks and Dice or their children, then you're still welcome, and I hope you enjoy listening along with our adventures. I should note a small disclaimer. Audio issues continue to plague our group, and we're working to get better and better each week. So if you're enjoying the story, hang in there. Audio quality will improve over time. With all that said, let's jump right into this week's adventure on Drinks and Dice. Welcome back. Um, we'll give you a quick recap of where we left off last week. Uh, you spent several hours traveling a total of about 65 feet as a group. Uh, it was a fantastic journey uh, up the spire of the first tower, uh, fighting against lashing wind and debris swirling in a torrent of tornado-y goodness. Um, you split the party. 60 feet apart shouldn't have been a problem, but it turned out to be a bit of one. Um, you used an elevator to get to the top. You were able to get three of you up to the top and into the top of the tower. You were assaulted by a couple of uh, air elementals and air elemental mirrodons. <clears throat> um, while the rest of the party was trying to figure out how to get themselves back up because you would have had to ride the elevator back down to speak to the command word. Um, spending more more rounds in the swirling debris, which was doing a significant amount of damage per round uh, if you failed your save. Um, you attempted to drop some ropes down, which didn't go well as it got caught up in the twisting hurricane of the, of the air. Um, uh, this is looking pretty bleak for you guys on the top of the tower. Uh, Glowin pulled out a clutch spell from her ring, casting a wall of ice. Uh, in the form of a dome, which covered the group, um, the the unconscious Luth, plus uh, Glowin and I think Celise were up top, um, which bought you just enough time to dispel magic on the torrent of wind and climb a rope, which you used uh, you used Hook's rope trick to cast a rope that went straight up to the top of the tower. Um, and then comedy ensued as you attempted to climb past and through and around each other up the rope. Um, all in all, a good time getting to the top of the tower, busting through the ice and dispatching of the air elementals and elemental mirrodon that existed on the top of the tower. Uh, upon attempting to exit the tower from the outside and maybe attempt to shoot an arrow or something out onto the other towers and take out the enemies from across the way without traversing the tower, you found that the towers are protected by some kind of a magical force field that doesn't let your arrow out of it. So you shot an arrow against the side of the wall and it shattered uh, against the magical force. Um, you decided then to rest. You used the rope trick to take... No. No, nope, just loose. Tower. You, you didn't have a road tower to attempt to uh, to take a long rest in the top of the tower. Post um, your meeting with the gate, fighting through that battle, and then fighting through this tower, you're attempting a long rest now. And that, I believe, is where we left off. Any clarifications or questions? 
So at this point, we are trying to take a long rest. We haven't actually successfully done so yet. Right. And I didn't write this down, but I think it's pretty early in the day, afternoon or something. And so bells do not recharge until dawn, which Jeremy and I were asking about. Uh, A long rest recharges your spell slots. Rings do not recharge until dawn. Dawn, yeah. Yeah, any items that you carry don't recharge until the next dawn. Okay. Well, um, shall we set up a watch here? Sure. I don't don't mind going first. I uh, (coughs) was able to... um, through my dexterous uh, agility and uh, speed, I was able to manage to avoid getting damaged too badly or not at all. Yeah, it was definitely your speed that did it. Um, Hook can take second watch. He too has not been damaged. I'll take third. Okay. Are you on the cusp of death? Well, three watches means everybody gets a long rest. So he'll have long rested by the time he takes his watch. Correct. That is my thought. Okay. Isn't Luth always on the cusp of death, really? That's fair. In reality, actually, I'm not. That's the funny thing. In the recent history, yes, but historically. <laughs> All right. I need to sleep, so Let's I'm pulling up a corner of stone and conking out. All right. So, who is taking first watch? Is it Saxon? Saxon. Saxon will. Pull out his um, vial and offer a little low, very low volume, little some music, some relaxing music. And um, if we end up getting, no, that's for short rest. Never mind. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing for long rest. He's just gonna. Play some music very softly and stay on guard. Okay. Go ahead and roll a perception check. and kind of walk to see over the towers as you're sitting or laying. You can't see over the edge of the towers. The walls are four and a half to five feet tall. Um, So you have to kind of look over. Uh, You don't see much happening outside of the area. Uh, It's kind of eerily quiet as a post-battle scene might appear to be after the slaughter at the gate. Um, But you you don't notice anything. Or hear anyone coming. Okay. 
I assume you don't open the door or anything to the tower. You just kind of no, no, you wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, so I will. If my watch concludes, I will awaken Hook. Okay. You awaken Hook. Who is not here? Who's playing Hook? Oh, I'm playing Hook. Okay. Um, make a perception check. Um. Oh. Hey, natural twenty. Nice. Um. So hook with his keen eye would kind of be looking over the edge a bit more to try and see what see what he can see and this tower is not quite as high as the center tower so he can't really see anything on the center tower wall but with a natural 20 I'll say he catches a glimpse of some of the threats that exist on the towers you have left to offer and it looks like all the towers are guarded by a very similar you can see so the middle the next tower over tower 2 next tower over. Tower 3, you can't see. That's the tallest one. Tower 4 and Tower 5 um, look to be similar. As they get further out, they get harder to tell, but definitely Tower 2 is the same exact um, sparkly energy ball in the center, and four elemental creatures, two of them slightly larger than the others. Okay. But no activity or um, negative effects take place. Um, and then at the end of my watch, I will wake up Luth. <clears throat> Luth would take over and do a quick walk around and then also listen periodically at the hatch door. Listen or open and lock? Listen. Okay. Perception? The craftsmanship on this door is so amazing. It's just so intricate and... Not wow. well then. Uh... Four is what I rolled. It is a seven. <laughs> yeah, you're you're kind of lost in the in the texture difference between the wooden door and the hatch and the stone on the floor. You just can't get enough of it. It's just so appealing to you. You don't notice much of anything with a seven. to the evening hours now. Long rest successful? Yep. Great. Oh. Holla. Um, I don't think I can long rest hook 
I can. Thank you. <clears throat> Upon conclusion of the long rest, as, as we all begin to awaken and probably get a bite of our rations, Saxon will um, speak a few words to the group for uh, precisely 10 minutes, um, outlining how, you know, really, um, so far in this adventure, <laughs> everything that has could possibly have gone wrong seems to have gone wrong, and yet uh, we still uh, remain uh, reasonably unscathed, so it just bodes well for the future. We've certainly overcome quite a quite a large amount of difficulty through uh, uh, very poor teamwork, and um, I can only believe <laughs> that our efforts will improve from here. <laughs> uh, giving everyone the 11 okay. points. <laughs> That's one way to do it. This is the D&D version of, you're lucky to have made it to 37. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if you can give Hope those hit points, 10 hit points. Oh, he has 10 hit points already, but it doesn't... Oh. oh, let me refresh him. Well, then you could leave him at 11. Oh, yeah, they need to be added. I can't get in there to do it. How many was it, 11? Yeah. Yes. And you should refresh and they should be there. Just me or have your inspiring speeches just become marginally more potent since the last time we were in a dungeon. Well, my, um, you know, working on my oratory skills. And... Yeah, it shows yeah. marginally. Yeah. I think it was 10 not yeah. long ago. All right, shall we open this door and try something new? Okay. The good news is that I now am well-rested and have the energy to dispel fearful spells like the last one we encountered five times. So we've got, Ooh. what, four more? Not tunnels. What's towers? Mm -hmm. So Do we have the... Do we yeah. have the elevator up with us? Yeah, I didn't yeah. think it ever got sent down. Okay. It's still here. Shall we ride it down? What's the fall? It's pretty fall far, right? 60 yeah. feet. 60 feet. Yeah. Shall we ride it down and then zip up another one, maybe? I think we can do that. That's what we thought last time, too. Okay, we open the door. Yeah, we'll give it a try. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> you open the door. Only three of us can ride on this at once, so. I want to go first this time. Me and Hook. Lord Saxon. Oh, we wow. just need to be okay. quick. We have a total of ten minutes, so. It's okay, okay bye. <laughs> does it do a push a button, or how does this thing work? It's a command word. And um, I told you guys all what it was before I just forgot. <laughs> Go down. Um, Does somebody have to ride it back up? Said, like yes. we have to actually take it three times. Yes. Right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and if movement speed is 30, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. 
So as we go down, I'll just say to Lord Saxon, you know, it's going to be really ironic if something suddenly attacks them up on the tower while we're riding down this time. Oh, that would be, yes, that would be delicious. Yes. I mean, unfortunately, I meant. <laughs> right, who's bringing it back up? Well, Hook's not Hook. really speaking up to defend himself, so he can be the one to do it. Yep. <laughs> Doing the menial labor. Okay, Hook rides it back up. Who's He's jumping on? Elevator tunes while he does it. <clears throat> Telling stories about Lizardelphia. Lizardelphia, we have magical elevators that go sideways and up and down. I'll jump on too. All right, down we go, Hook. Let's see how much of our two hours we can take. Uh, <laughs> riding the elevator. I'm just waiting for Nick to interrupt. Like, <laughs> is there drama? Yeah. I'm letting you guys go. Okay, go. Hook's going right. back up to get Salise. Salise, jump Luth on. Goes up. Wait, what? <laughs> Luth, Luth goes back up. He kicks with uh, hook. Oh, hook instead off. of hook. Yep. All right. Uh, and on the way down, he's like, "Have you gotten the sense, Salise, that there's something wrong with this group?" Uh, hey. what, what kind of something? I don't know. I get this vague sense that there's something different about this group. Maybe it's the addition of Hook. Uh, Lord Saxon has been acting weird. I just think it's interesting. Keep it, keep it to yourself. We'll, we'll keep watching. I definitely feel changes in myself, even in the last couple of months and weeks. So maybe there's something about what our work is doing that's causing us all to change or shift or adjust. I've certainly noticed nothing wrong with your actions and activities so far. I think you've been really doing a smash up job. So I think it's more everybody else. Could be, I guess. I mean, I have been awesome and working super hard and definitely earning my keep for sure. What, what are you guys doing on that elevator up there? It seems to be taking quite a long time to come down. <laughs> we we hit a button. It's, it's, it's off sport mode now. Sorry. <laughs> While they're coming down, I'm going to just inform the rest of the group that when Luth, Salise, and I tried to go up Tower 2 before... We got up to the like roof into the tower part and got it instantly teleported down. So I'm not sure what we're going to do about that problem, but I don't know. Shall we try this second tower? Try to figure it out? Uh, sure. I, I can try to dispel whatever that is if you want me to. We, Nothing. I would also remind that one of or the same tower was causing complete silence is that the same tower yeah. tower two yeah yep i believe so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so as soon as we entered we couldn't hear anything around us so potentially talking and stuff like it's not it didn't it's not a magical silence where you can't hear it's that no noise was coming in that space like your breath seemed heavy and loud you could talk but there was no okay. ambient noise okay unnaturally quiet Maybe well, there's also the possibility of looking into 
these other towers to the right, we haven't even traversed them at all yet. Maybe they well, would, there would be some secret that would allow easier defeat of the other tower. That's true. On the other hand, we know that this one doesn't seem likely to do us a lot of damage, so maybe we take care of it while we're fresh. I don't know. The other one did a fair amount of damage. That is true. Tower one. Yeah, I mean, it didn't damage me, but it, you guys looked pretty oh, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's the plan? Okay, I'll walk over to Tower 2 and cast Dispel Magic on it at the 4th level. Cast Dispel Magic. Go ahead and... Hold on, let me look it up quick. If it's 4th level, if it's 5th level or higher, then I have to make a check. If it's 4th level or lower, then it automatically gets dispelled. Go ahead and roll a check. Okay. And the DC is 10 plus the spells level. Yep. And um, ability check using, okay, wisdom. Got it. Come on. Oh, man, that's not very good. 15. That's okay. almost impossible for it to be a success. But we can try it. I'll jump on that elevator. Does anyone want to come with me? See if it worked. What a waste of a spell slot. I'm happy Can to go we with you. shoot an arrow up? See if it travels something through up? or reapp- yeah, reappears. I feel like if. Sure. Um, Hook notches a little arrow. Lets it loose. Shoot straight up and sticks into the door above. Oh, that's promising. Let's try mm-hmm. it. I mean, I don't know that I rolled. I'll jump on. Who's on? I am. I'll be on too. Here we go. You get a little ways up, and you get a little further than the last time, and you teleport back down to the bottom. Hmm. Done. He's a back to soon then. Yeah, that didn't work. Sorry, mm. guys. That was dispel magic? Yeah. Luth, we did something with your echo in this tower last time, didn't we? Yeah, but I and fear that teleport. that is the same thing as the arrow. Because he is not a physical creature. He was allowed to pass through. But can't you trade places with him? Couldn't you get him up there and then... Yes, yes, I could. I I didn't know you wanted me to die. I appreciate that. Um, before we try that, can I ride up this time and do detect magic, like right at the, right underneath of where we seem to be, going downward? Well, detect magic is an aura, right? I sense mm. the presence of magic within thirty feet of me, yeah. and then I would see a faint aura around anything. Yeah, the whole area has a magical glow about it. You know, there's something going on that's magical in nature. If 
we go up and inspect the walls, do we see any switches or buttons or anything? Glyphs. Uh, every time you get to a certain point, you know, you, you'll start to teleport down if you're kind of above, above that threshold of the ceiling. Um, so it's hard to inspect the walls much because you know how much time there before you kind of teleport back down. Maybe this one has to be um, approached from the outside. Maybe it doesn't have the same protection out there. Can I, how high is this, how high do is, does it seem like we disappear? 10 feet up, 15, 20? Uh, it's not the exact same place every time. Um, okay. Again, just you know, having conversation back and forth, that the noise that you're creating is, is kind of booming in your ears. Your breathing is loud. Um, your conversation is loud. Um... And it's, it's kind of varies. It always happens for AFD. Well, not necessarily the same exact place. Um, and when three of you went up, you all teleported back down. It's a similar time, but not the exact same moment. Mm. Is it possibly noise activated rather than location activated? But then an arrow would have triggered it, you would think. Maybe not. Maybe it's not loud enough. Hmm. I mean, the echo is silent, right? Yeah, conceivably. Yeah, the we echo try holding silent. our breath. What if just one of us goes really quietly? Because one person is less likely to make noise than multiple. I think it's worth a try. I mean, nothing hurts happens to us when we teleport. Well, we are, we do need to be mindful of how long the elevator is with us. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you probably use a good amount on the first tower. Plus okay. your fun elevator trips back down. So 10 total minutes. So probably five are used between traversing the first tower the first day that you got there and use it. Oh. Um, plus the second tower, plus you're experimenting here. Oh, wait, I can pick new Oh, I can pick new spells, too! Oh, man. Can I try climbing up? Like, wall climbing? Uh, you can make a dexterity check to give that a try. Um, it is... There's not, it's not like, there's a lot to grip onto, but you're a monkey. Dexterity check is a 19. 19. You, uh, you can... It's tough, but you're able to kind of start start a parkour run and immediately kind of teleport back down. You don't get very far at all. Okay. While they're doing that, Saxon will wander over to the fourth tower from the left and just look around with his drift globe and see if he sees anything So different. four out of five, not quite to all the way to the end. Right. Okay. While they're doing that, you look at the next tower and you look through up with your drift globe and you see this tower is really dark. Um, there's no light at all in the tower. The, tower, the whole tower expanse is dark. And you see, the only, you can't, I guess you have dark vision, right? How far? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, the the sixty feet, right? Sixty feet, and the the globe is like only, a torch. And this tower is only like forty, thirty-five, forty feet tall. This is similar to Tower Two, in that it's one of the shorter towers. You you see alternating sides, left and then right, and left and then right. You see four torches on the walls. They are not lit. Four torches on the way up. On the way up. Okay. I will come back and report that and ponder if maybe there's some maybe there's some levers or something maybe there's some secret of the torches that we need to unlock other towers and I share that with the group Shall we um, try over here on the fourth? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so I'm going to prepare find traps. In case we want to use that to see if something would hurt us. Unexpected effect. I sense the presence, but there's probably something in all of these. So I don't know if that's helpful or not. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, go for it. Well, okay. If you want to. The other option is to use, I mean, I have detect magic as well. Which is the lower. Well, is Glowin's 10 minutes of detect magic still up? I mean. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Okay, let's down here, Yeah. I'll jump on and check it out. Um, let me look at my ring, too. Let's see if it helps me out here. The torch tunnel is also yeah. glowing with some magical energy. Nothing kind of specific? The schools of magic are always confusing to me sometimes. Um... Let me look it up. I would ride up with Glowin and inspect the torches if there's some lever or mechanism in there or if they're just plain old torches. Um, it seems to be torch, but Glowin would know that there's magic coming from the torches. Mm. Saxon would only be looking for mechanical switches or, you know, oh, no, some, some, some way to pull make, the torch. Or... Okay. Yeah, oh. Make an uh, investigation check. Oh. The torches are lit? Is that what you said? Yeah. I thought they weren't. They're not lit. Not, not lit. Okay. That's a nine. Yeah. Nine. Uh, you don't necessarily see any mechanical anything. They just seem like torches on sconces on the wall. Okay. Can I try to light one? You can. Druid craft. I'm gonna try to light the torch as we get to it, or from far away. How's that work? Um, it just says I instantly light a candle or a torch, so I don't know if I have to be next to it. Range thirty feet. 
you light the torch and as you light the torch the torch begins to glow and then immediately a magical gust of wind forms from where you're standing at the bottom and gusts directly up the tower and immediately blows out the torch um a torch that is not intended to be lit fascinating and the, the torches are up the tower, right? So I can only maybe and reach two 20, of them or 30, something. Forty feet. Okay. Okay. Can I try to light the bottom three all at the same time? That's the best I can do. I don't know that you can do that with. Okay. There. Probably not. Daxon will suggest. Well, should we uh, tr go up a little further and see if the doors ajar? Ride the thing up to the top. So, Lise, you want to jump on with us? Sure, I was about to start climbing the walls, but sure. Oh. All right, we're heading up. Okay, you go to the top. Check the door for any oddities, any mechanisms, any locks, any traps. Investigation check. As we go, I'm going to light... Um, well, As we go, I want to light the second one and see if the same gust of wind. I just want to light each one sequentially. So as you go, you light the second one. The same gust of wind comes and immediately extinguishes third, same thing, fourth, same thing. Uh, your 12 investigation check as you get to the top and start messing with the door uh, reveals no mechanical switches that you can find. Uh, and Glowin's detect magic would show that the door is magically something. Well, sadly, I'm the wrong person when we have a magical door. Um, I will try the door. Locked. Oh, I'm sorry if you already said that. Okay. Um. I will pull out my, uh, Pull up my thieves' tools and try to unlock it. There is no lock. There mm. is no lock. It is locked and there is no lock. Mm. The door won't open. I will... It appears to be abjuration magic, by the okay. way. Okay. I'll say to my companions, well, I have this um, spell scroll of knock I've been holding on to that... Mm. Mm -hmm. Could allow us to potentially open a a locked door that's magical. I've haven't used this particular one before, but um, seems like maybe we need it. Seems like it. I'm also willing to try to spell magic again. It just isn't always foolproof. Oh yes, there's Zethafe down there. Yes, uh, either way, <laughs> I either shall way is fine. <laughs> Let me know if you want to come do you think, up. Do you think there's any reason to attempt to light? Do we have the ability to light all these four torches at the same time? Maybe not. I don't know how we would accomplish that. Okay. I mean, I can do it from a range, but maybe nobody else can. 
Well, I, I met this guy at a fair one time who, uh, he, he brought them all together and lit them and, and juggled them. Maybe if we remove them and try to light them as one. Hmm. Uh, Saxon will pull out the flame tongue, tongue scimitar, use a bonus action to cause it to burst into flames, and then say to Glowin, well, I can light one. Well, could I bet Hook could reach. light one? I bet Hook could light one with a flaming. Yeah, arrow. I, could, I could probably. I mean, I have a ton of fire spells. I could probably try one. It's just going to use a slot. This is radiant damage. I have to find one that actually uses fire. Um, fire damage, burning. I could do burning hands at it. From a range? Uh, 15 feet. It's a cone. Well, there's one 10 up. Why don't you hit that one from the ground? Um, let me see if I have any other 15 foot cone? You can maybe hit two. If they're 10 feet apart. Yeah. I don't know how wide this tower is. The first torch is 10 feet up. Oh, okay. Jump and then cast it. And it's, and <laughs> I it's mean, as I can. Wide, it's as wide it's... as the map that you see on your screen here. Like we don't see this. Oh, screen. oh. We're on top oh. of the tower. We're on the... We're on top of another yeah. tower on the screen, but it's the oh, same. It's the oh, tower I see. Same width. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, we're okay. wide. So, well, who's on the elevator? I mean, I could potentially. How far apart are the? things oh, well, I'll... 10 feet 10 feet apart but are they all on the same side or are they like staggered they stagger left and okay right, so left really right. 20 feet apart for the two on the same side so that wouldn't work that wouldn't work i could get one no, just hit one okay tell me when okay we'll go I'll down the to the one. third one so saxon can hit that i'll aim upward at the fourth one from the elevator Hook can hit the second one, and Zeth Bay has the bottom one. Sure. Okay, so which of your spells are attack spells? Because you're going to have to roll spell attacks. I know Druidcraft is just you light a torch. That's yeah. Fine. Burning Hands is an attack. Yeah. But it's just a cone attack, right? It's, There's no hit. I mean, it's a huge wave of fire, so you would think that... <laughs> read me the spell. Yes, okay, yes, I will. <laughs> As you hold your hands with thumbs touching and fingers spread, a thin sheet of flames shoots forward from your outstretched fingertips. Each creature in a makes a save. 15 foot cone must make a deck save. Then you'll hit the thing. That's fine. Yep. Yeah, they'll take half damage even on a successful save. So, so either way, it ignites way any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried, just in Got case it. you were worried about that part of it. And who is lighting the next one? Hooks is an attack. So that one's probably the trickiest. And what is he going to attack with? He's going to try to light an arrow and shoot it. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to bless him before he does so. Guide him. What's the I'm other method? Saxon has a flaming sword that he's going to touch to another torch. Okay. And where, how are you going to be next to said torch? Where are you going to... Well, the elevator will have to be within my 
five foot reach plus a five foot sword. Well, five foot reach is what I have. So. Yep. Okay. So you'll be on the elevator. Hook's gonna shoot. You're gonna use Druidcraft. You're gonna use Burning Flame. Okay. So first, I would like you all to make a performance check, and this is gonna be a group performance check to determine whether you all four are able to synchronize your abilities to go off at the same time. So it's a group DC. It'll be the average of your group DC. I got a natural 20, but it was minus one. So 19. <laughs> okay. 26. Joel. I got a nine, but I think Hook also got a a 20 plus 3 23 okay so you are able to successfully fire all of your abilities at the same time hook must now roll an attack roll against bravo the bravo okay um plus 11 i can't roll on his sheet so that's why this takes me a long time i have to like switch between them 20 not natural his arrow hits the target. All four torches light simultaneously. And no gust of wind comes. Oh. oh. And what happens? Does anything do, happen? Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh. I'm disappointed that you knew that there were five puzzles for us to solve and didn't have that noise prepped on the soundtrack. <laughs> I right. do like, um, I did like um, Luth's idea about gathering them. That was a good idea. But I'm glad this worked. Should, okay. we, should we go check the door again? Yes. This time take a decent number of you mm -hmm. up on the elevator because if it opens, you're going to run into people. Well, Felice and Golden and I are still on there. Okay, good. Just making sure. We go up. We, go we up. check the door. The door is unlocked. We peek out. You see exactly what you thought you'd see. Well, right, because the Echo already saw this, right? Yeah. In the fort? Not not this. The uh, oh. Hook saw it on the tower. Yeah. Oh, I oh. thought this was the one the Echo went up earlier. No, yeah, it was the That was the quiet one. That's the far right, which we never looked at. Which clearly has something to do with the noise. I just want to throw that out there. So, can you clarify what we actually do see? Because I don't remember. I can, and I'm going to have you roll initiative for the guy. Ah. For everyone on here. <clears throat> yeah. Ah. Oh, grab your sheets. Grab your characters here, and I will put you on a new sheet. All right, so who went up? Police, Saxon, Glowen. Saxon, Glowen. Okay, so Zephyr and Zeus and Hope are still at the bottom. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Let's get initiative from Luth. He's rolling. Five. Five. Ouch. Okay, glowing. Uh, natural one. Two total. Uh, least. Sixteen. Torch. Um. <laughs> five. We can't see these. Two. Okay. You should. Uh, now? Yep. Yep. Uh, Zephyr. 18. Sassy. 23. Hook. 21. And... Okay, so that's done. What you see at the top of the tower are the same thing you saw at the top of the other tower. So you poke your head in and you see two air elementals, two air stool elementals, and a giant ball of lightning in the center of the tower. As you peek in, the air elementals see you, and you are now in initiative order. And the first to act is Saxon. Saxon! Seeing this crisis, immediately casts loom, and the air crystals flow through the air and find on the enemies, um, seeking to slow their movement with a wisdom saving throw. And that reaches all four of them. Yes, so 120 we... feet. Okay. And it's a wisdom save. All right, first air elemental rolls a nine. So he is low. Second, uh, the second air elemental rolls a 16. Uh, success. Okay. And the top swole elemental 19. And the bottom. 13. Okay, fail. So two two fails. Two out of three. Okay, so the two marked with the little cone head guy are slowed. Okay. Uh, Saxon. Um, Saxon, bonus action, looks directly in the face or whatever it is of this one that's closest to him. And his eyes become aggressive and authoritative. And um, he uses his mantle of majesty uh, to cast command as a bonus action. So you can and... only cast one 
spell in her turn unless it's a... Okay, okay. I think we still have to do a cantrip if you had a bonus yeah, action. Unless yeah, that's yeah. Not a cantrip. I right. messed that uh, up, please. Rules are yeah, written, we'll, don't even we'll let you do that. So I think we said we could do a spell and a cantrip. Okay, yeah, well then he will... Bonus action, say to Celeste, go forth and do fast things! Uh, Bardic Inspiration. Thanks. Okay, next up and, at the bottom. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. And he'll just move away a little bit like that. Hook. Oh. Has no idea what's going on. Yeah. So he's just probably going to shout up, Hey, can you send the elevator back down? We're stuck again. And, I mean, he'll hold an action, like a shoot at, a, at an enemy action, if he manages to get up before his next turn, but if I doubt he will. presents itself. Yeah. Uh, so he can't move and then act. So if an enemy pokes his head down, he'll shoot he at waves, it. Then he can shoot at it. But yeah. Well, can I also, well, could I say instead that like if someone sends the elevator down between now and then, his next turn, he'll get on it. What? I mean, he, hmm. we had this problem before, so he would know it's like he would know last time we had to use a rope trick to get up. Yeah, but last time no one could send it down because they would get they would die on the way back down. Now okay. it's just someone has to sacrifice rounds to get us up. Okay. I guess I guess you sure. no, do a that's road trip fair. to get us up. If it's worth it. Let me let me look at his spell. Sorry, I'm not super familiar with his spell slots. Ah, he's got plenty. It's always frustrating when someone can't make it and you have to read their sheet, not understand anything about their character. I mean, I did it last time, so I'm like at least semi-familiar, but I can't I can't click any of them off. All right, well we're eager when we're burning spell slots right and left, so um, he'll just he'll cast rope trick for the three of us that are stuck, since none of us have had a turn yet, and his little rope up. Okay. If you so this allow. Tower is only this tower is smaller, it's only like 45 feet up, and so his climbing speed I think was half your He's, movement. He's got enough to get up. I do not. Climbing speed is half your movement. Oh. Okay. Oh, great. We get to do this again. I think exactly. he... Doesn't he have some... <laughs> he, no, that's... No, it wasn't for climbing. He has favored terrain. Boom. Boom. I think it's under traits. Um, natural explorer. You have favorite terrain type. No, that's something different. He does have something that increases speed. It's only on the first... I want to say it's on the first attack or something like that. Yeah, uh, never mind. I think we looked at it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to I don't think it helps get him too much get up further there. up. He's not going to get to the top. There's nothing that sure. can get him. He would have to have 120 movement speed. Or he'd have to have 80 movement speed Yeah. whatever. He's got... Yeah, so... Wait, does it really take us three turns to get up yeah. there? Holy cow. Alright, well, he's going to start climbing. And that's okay. it. He is dashing, right? No, he casts a spell. Oh, okay. I can dash. That's why it only took me two turns last time. That's right. 
Okay, that's it for him. Okay. Definitely. Okay. I will dash. Do you need me to make a check for getting past him? Acrobatics. Oh, gosh. Okay. I feel like you guys got this this time. You've already been over this. Yeah, do I get advantage for having done it successfully? Claw claw hands go here, and tiny feet go here, and you're a little more coordinated. (laughs) Well, my dex is pretty good, but my roll is terrible, so I've got a nine. Total? Yeah. Yeah, you can't get past it. Oh, man. Ugh, you're in my way. Get your your foot out of my face. Ah! You're both 15 feet up stuck. Well, I'm probably like 12 feet up. At least nobody fell down. At least no one fell down. Okay. Next up. Air Elemental. Um, so I placed you guys on the map, assuming that you were all on the trapdoor. I don't think that's actually where you would be. You haven't had a chance to move yet. Your stack is the only one that has to move back. I'm moving you still over one notch to be at the trapdoor. Um, Paralympus turn. And the air elemental is going to. This is the slowed air elemental. Gust on over and make one attack. Um. Make an attack against Glowin. 27 to hit. Hit. 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. <clears throat> and then the other one. Going to start spinning in a ferocious whirlwind and occupy the space of the two of you. And I need you both to make a strength save. That's 20. At least you have advantage if you want to use it. Or, uh, sorry, plus D8. Bardic Inspiration. Um, yeah, I will use that. 13. 13 total? Total, yep. Okay. Um, on a failure. So you fail your save. Glow and you succeed your save. Elise, you take 15 points of bludgeoning damage and you are flung. The north, south, east, west thing, Majig. Yeah, uh, north into this wall. So you I'm go sure north, that's fine. You kind of <laughs> bump into the wall, and you take an additional three points of bludgeoning damage as you impact into the wall. It's just a flesh wound. Uh, and glowing, you're kind of still within the creature's space. You're able to withstand being there. And no damage? No damage. Oh. 
On a failure, you take damage and is flung in a random direction. Oh, you're prone, Celeste. If thrown, they strike a wall, they take additional damage. Yep, that's it. Um, Celeste, your turn. For slow, does this thing make a wisdom save at the end of its turn or at the end of Assassin's yeah, turn? Yeah, at the end of its turn. End of my turn? Okay. Yeah. I will. It's just reading that in the chat. 11? Fail. It's a 14. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, I'm going to use half my movement to stand up. And with trident in hand, I'm going to attack the uh, air elemental that is not slowed. Double-handed with the trident. You do know that it's to your advantage to attack the one that is slowed because the AC is lower. Like, your character would know that. You, you don't have to do that. I'm just mentioning. Yeah, it's so hard to keep track of, like, <laughs> when people put effects on things, what to leave alone and what to attack. You want to burn... Generally, you want to burn down the one that is slowed while the slow exists. Okay. Because once the slow comes off like that's a weakened creature in the moment but once it once that slow comes off it's yeah, gonna be back to that makes sense full strength i mean that's my opinion plus you have essentially plus two to your attack since it has a minus two ac but your character can do whatever you want i just was mentioning yeah that no i was thinking of all the times that we like charm things or make them friendly and like trying to i was yeah um, okay, so I could I could be wrong. I mean, it could be you know it could be just as advantageous to go the other way around and burn down the one that is at full strength. I don't know. Well, for this round, let's stick with the one I said I was going to attack. So we'll go with the one that is actively aggressing, glowing. Okay. Um, that is a sixteen to hit. Sixteen hit. Alright, I'm going to mark my ring of thunder striking, which is now fully charged. And I'm going to do the damage, which is 10 points of piercing and 2 points of cold. And I think. Once the ring is fully charged, I can expend and use my next attack to deal thunder damage. So I'm going to... I can't do that this time, so I'm going to save that for my next success. Okay. Um, same guy. I'm going to attack him again with the trident. Uh, that should hit. That's a 20 total. Hit. And we've got six points of piercing. Six points of cold, and the ring is 2dx, and I wrote this down, I'm level 8, it's a d6, so 2d6, nine points of thunder, which I know is not, they're resistant to thunder, I think, but whatever, they are all indeed I have. resistant to thunder damage, so he takes half damage from your thunder. Not attack. immune, it's not immune, so it's something. <laughs> Figured I might as well use it because the only people <clears throat> that we encounter in this entire dungeon is 
air, so like everybody's gonna have the same effect, I'm guessing. Alrighty. And then I am going to go back um, and bonus action onto the other guy, feeling like I have given Glowin a little bit of a uh, <laughs> knock the wind out of the one he was spinning her around or trying to. Um, and I'm going to do a flurry of blows on the guy who is slowed. Okay. That's cocked. That is a 16 to hit for the first. You said 16? 16. 16. That hits. Okay. That is... Ooh, max damage of 9 bludgeoning. Okay. And then the second hit is a 10 total. 10 does not hit. Okay. Even with the minus days. And I think I'm just going to stay where I am. Okay. Luth. All right. Luth is going to immediately spring. <clears throat> and instead of jumping for the rope, he's going to jump for the wall and start climbing. And I think you can with your gloves or something they give you. Uh, my gloves are, uh, I still have to do a, an athletics check, but, um, they allow me to climb at full speed. Full speed, right. Got it. Okay, so make an athletics check to climb the side of the wall. You can choose athletics or acrobatics for your, whether you're gonna, how you're gonna style it. Yep, it's, uh, 22. You're able to climb, uh, and you're dashing? Uh, yes. So you're going the full, so you get fully up the wall. With your movement speed of 35, you have enough to get to the how, Yeah, how tall is it? Do I, Can I move away from the entrance as well? Yeah, so this wall was only 45 feet tall. So you can climb up and then get away a little bit, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll probably stay in range, just don't want any opportunity attacks. So, probably move to here, if that works. Yep. That'll be my turn. Okay. Next up is the small elemental. Uh, seeing as how you seem to have engaged with this one, this first one is just going to attack you, Luth. He is going to um, he has a, again, these are magical looking flails. They're not actual flails. They're made of like lightning and wind. Uh, and he kind of pulls it out and it kind of like a lightsaber appears in his hand and he's going to swing down at it. It's a, it's glowing and it's like reverberating with all this powerful energy. Uh, and he is going to swing down with a 15 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. That ends its turn. Load one is going to Let's 
going to come to the corner and attack the character who slowed him with one attack. His flail. The flail is not as glowy magic, but it's still a magical flail. Um, but it's not as special as the other guy's was in that moment. And his isn't that special anymore either. Um, eight, uh, sorry, 15 to hit. It hits. And it hits you for nine points of bludgeoning damage. Noted. And a concentration check. Hmm. That's a d20. Uh, but isn't it a constitution? Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw six. And it's ten or the damage, whichever. Ten or half the damage you take, yeah. whichever is higher. Whichever is higher. So I it's fail. Your constitution saving throw fails, and then therefore the slow spell is. Yes. All right. So none slowed now? Correct. Oh, the whole spell. Okay. Right. And glow ends up. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Didn't even get a chance to hit a slow guy. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm going to move myself to next to Luth here. And then I am going to cast Tidal Wave, which is a line 10 come on 10 feet wide. So I'm going to aim it on these three guys here, the top guys. It can be 30 feet long and 10 feet anyway. So they have to make deck saves. And now they don't have minus two. <laughs> 30 feet long, you said? Yeah. There, right. And where do you want it? Uh, just across those three guys there. At the top. Can you... Yeah, I guess, can you do it that way? I guess you can. 30 feet long, 10 feet wide, 10 feet tall. You can cast it in a shape that you choose. A wave of water that crashes okay. down. Yeah. Deck save. All right. So, air elemental one, deck save. Eight. Fail. Air Elemental 2, deck save. 21. And save. Swell Elemental, deck save. Natural 20. Oh my goodness. It was a terrible damage roll, too, of 11. So, 11 for the one guy, and he's knocked prone? Immune to prone. Okay, and then the other two guys take 5. Um, wow. 
need to pull up something real quick. I think I'm going to shapeshift too with my bonus action. I'm pondering which creature. Okay, um, while you're pondering, the mm -hmm. top of the order happens and the lightning bolt swells, the lightning orb swells with energy and is going to strike out. Uh, and it strikes the least. Seventeen points of light damage. It's a really high roll. And then it is Saxon's turn. Okay. Um, I know Glowin's still in the process of shape shifting, but uh, Glowin and Luth hear Saxon's voice rise in authority above the den. Get out of there for a moment. Um, and he, he uses his mantle of inspiration to give them the reaction to move and eight temporary hit points as well as himself. Okay. And waiting five of his six seconds and expecting them to move, uh, he will then move and cast for the first time. Um... Nathair's Mischief, which is, oops, excuse me, which is a 20-foot cube, and I keep clicking the wrong things. A 20-foot cube, which you will put right here. Um, okay. You fill a 20-foot cube you can see within range with Fey and Draconic mis uh, Magic. Roll on the Mischievous Surge Table to determine the magical Ooh. effect produced and roll again at the start of each of your turns until the spell ends. You can move the cube up to 10 feet before you roll. So each turn that I maintain concentration on it, I can move the cube 10 feet and I re-roll what mm -hmm. the effect will be. Okay. Um, and I had mentioned, I had specifically mentioned this to my companions on the way here. Um, that I had been experimenting with this to stay out of it. So I am rolling a d4. The roll is a 1. The effect is that the smell of apple pie fills the <laughs> air, <laughs> and each creature in the cube must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by you until the start of your next turn. Okay. Are they immune to charm? Why would you even say that? I don't know. They're immune to all the things. <laughs> Grappling and... And they do freaking bludgeoning damage, which is just so unexpected and annoying. Okay. So wisdom save, you say. Yes. First sailor multiple. Nine. Uh, it's a failure. Second, 17. 
success. Third. Four. Sorry, the, the Mirrodon. Four. Okay. And the other Mirrodon. Two. Wow. Alright, so three of four are charmed until the start of my next turn, at which point I have to reroll. Uh, and having used my movement action, bonus action, well, my movement was the reaction. Do I actually have more? Sorry, one second. I want to check my movement. Each creature can immediately use its reaction to move up to its speed. I don't think I've ever done this before. So, my reaction was the movement. Do I have my regular movement in addition to that? You have... Or no? You may use your reaction to use your movement, I think is what it says, right? To move up to my speed. Yeah. Yeah. So... Okay, so I'm essentially... I just basically did my own movement. I just got away from any opportunity attacks. Kind of like, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, all right, cool. So that's it for my turn. So Charmed Creature doesn't disengage with everyone. It doesn't attack you. Ugh. A Charmed Creature cannot attack the Charmer or, the t or target the Charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. Charmer has advantage on the ability checks to interact socially with the creature. Right. Okay. But, so they will not attack you, but they could still attack the other people in the party. Sure. It doesn't okay. stop them from doing anything this round. Yep. Yep. It smells amazing up here. I mean, how? <laughs> Only smells amazing inside the cube. All right. right all right. In the cube. <laughs> Nor can I speak. All right. Hook. Slash. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'm still not used to responding to someone else's name. Um, okay, so he's going to dash up the rope. Okay. So he was 15 feet up, and then dashing gives him probably another 30. So that means he's at the top of the tower. Yep. First through the trap door. Don't worry, guys, I'm here. And I, I think since he dashed, you can't take any actions. Right, and he comes up right inside this air elemental. Oh, uh oh. And he can't occupy that same space, so that is where he is. Wait. He can't occupy the same space, so he gets punched. He can occupy he can. the same space. It's okay. an air elemental, yeah. Is he, like, suffocating because of it? No, he's just inside the air elemental. Um... Okay, is he allowed to cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action? Uh, dashing is an action, so yes, you have a bonus action. Okay, I will cast Hunter's Mark at the... I think this is one that does not scale up, um, if I remember correctly. Third or fourth level, no. I don't want to do that. Um, okay, so I'll do it at the first level. And I will put it... I don't really know anything about this scenario situation so i'll probably just put it on this guy that i'm absorbed in okay well no he would put it on somebody who oh, can shoot right wait. he can't shoot that guy um i actually can't cast it i realize because i'm pretty sure hunter's mark 
Doesn't it have to go with an actual attack? I don't think so. Action. I don't think so. Yeah. You, no, you I guess I just mark it. it. Yeah. And then you I wouldn't get it. to do any damage with it because I haven't hit it with a weapon attack. Right, right. So wait, why can't I attack this guy? I mean, once I move, I'll have to move next turn out of is it, him. Isn't he, isn't he a crossbow expert? Yeah. If he's a crossbow expert, he ignores close range. Um, whatever yeah, this, this did come up before, yes. Yeah. Okay. So you want to mark this one? Yeah. And, and that's his turn. concentrating on that. Yep. Cool. Okay. And then it's my turn. And I will also dash up. And I think I should be able to get up there. But Same I don't thing. know if he's yep. in my way. No, the door is wide enough once you get to the top that you can occupy okay. the space next to him. The real Great. question is, why would you want to run into this? <laughs> um, and I can do a bonus action as well, which will probably be a spiritual weapon. Although I keep wasting that gosh darn spell. It's never out long enough. Um. Oh well. Here it is. Spiritual weapon at second level. And that one does get to do a attack. Yes, it does. So, let me drag it out. Oh, where is things? There it is. And I'll just put it there. And, um... A 20, not natural, to hit. You're attacking the the one you're occupied with him? Yeah. Okay. Move this down so I can click it. 20 hits. Okay. Oh, I rolled a one. Five points of damage. Okay. All right. Anything else? That's it. Air Elemental's turn. Uh-oh. Bad timing. First air elemental. This is this one. Going to take two attacks. Um, one on Celise and one on Zephyr. First attack to Celise. 13 to hit. Misses. And next attack to Zephyr. 12 to hit. Misses. Next elemental is going to attack the two people that he is engaged with. Uh, and he is going to uh, start spitting and do a whirlwind attack again. But before he does that, he is going to move up one square. At you hook and attack all three of you with the whirlwind attack again. So I need each of you to make a strength save. <clears throat> 16 Ugh, success sweet. 17 for me success um ooh, okay. we're both equally bad at that 13 for hook 
failure. Okay. Hook is going to be thrown uh -oh. into this direction where he collides with the wall. Ouchie. He takes holy cow. Um really high damage. Twenty-three points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Plus an additional two from hitting the wall. Okay. I can't actually do that on a sheet, but ouch. Yeah, it was uh on three D eights I rolled two eights. Wow. Um uh, hook, 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 view, 23, 25 Wait. damage. 8 times 3 is 24. Yeah, there's, pl there's a plus in there, too. It's 8, okay. 8 plus, whatever. Got it. So 25 points of damage. Yeah, I just typed it in, and do anything. 25 damage. There we go. Got it. So it took the temporary hit points away first. Got yep. it. Okay. So you should refresh. It should be good now. Yep. Looks good. Okay. Um, that ends Air Elemental's turn. Celise. Um, I looked up Charmed. Do I know if there's any impact on like, attacking it, making charmed the charm is, go it's away? It's not a charm person spell. It's just, okay. Um, it's just yeah, what it says in the effect of charmed. There's nothing else which, to it. Which I texted, yeah. Yeah. Can't attack yeah. the creature that charmed it. Okay. Um. What is the bullseye on the other other guy who's in my space? That he's Hunter's doing mark. that. Oh, Hunter's mark. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm allergic. Yeah, to I this put. Room. I put. The, I tried to put the same icon. Oh, and Hook needs to make a fast creature check. Oh. So it's a constitution, constitution saving throw or check? Constitution saving throw against 25, so half 25. So, so this is a Ugh, Yikes, that's bad. Eight. So he loses Hunter's Mark. Okay. That's sad. Must have a good spell. That's something I am terrible at remembering. That's why I started marking everyone's icons. So now I'll remember it more. Um, yeah, that I was saying to Nick last two weeks ago, whenever we played, that I had that wall of ice up and I got hit over and over again. And I never once made a check. Like I should have made so many. Uh, anyway, I felt bad at the end of the night when I realized. <laughs> Still yeah, a lot of my spells aren't concentration, so I don't usually think about it. Alright, I'm going to start by attacking this air elemental that's in my space. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to start with my bonus action just to mix it up. I'm going to do a flurry of blows. I mean, you can read that, but I think you have to make an attack action to use Flurry of Blows. No, I could be wrong, though. It, it, it matters to some characters. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, I'll take my action. My trident attack. I, I, there was no strategy behind it. I just was trying to mix it up. Um, but you're right. The trident attack, 21 to hit. Hits. 
Um, Alright, so we have five points of piercing damage and five points of cold damage. And the second attack on the same guy uh, is not going to hit. That's a nine. Doesn't hit. Um, and then I will attempt a flurry of blows on him. Great. That's a nine to hit. Does not hit. And an 18 to hit. Does an 18 hit? 18 hits. Yep. Okay. So this is four points of bludgeoning damage. And I have an effect that I would like to impose that I missed last turn. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to use the open hand technique and push this guy up to 15 feet to the south. Okay. If it fails a strength saving throw with a DC 14. Push him back in the box of mischief. Seven. All right, so I think that means he has to move. 15 feet and put him here. Yeah. Oh, good. That's something that worked. And I think that's it for me. Okay. Um, just to confirm, if we attack these guys, does the effect fade or? The charm, it does not. It does not. Okay. No. I mean, you don't know, but. Yeah. All right. Um, Luth is going to walk up to this first one and attack. Okay. Uh, 19. 19 hit. 8 piercing. 6 uh, lightning. Or thunder. Light. Thunder damage does not do as much as you had hoped it would. Second attack. Uh, 12 to hit. 12 is not hit. Bonus action. Battle axe attack. 22 to hit. 22 hit. It's cut. 8 slashing damage. Got it. Anything else? 
Crystal's turn, or the Myrmidon's turn, uh, they will attack the two people they're engaged with. So, first one will attack Hook with three attacks. First attack, natural one, critical fail. Your next two attacks deal minimum damage. Next attack. <laughs> Natural one. Two in a row. Seriously? Oh my gosh. Your next two attacks that land or your next that, two attacks? That land. Yeah. Ah. That is brutal. That's your really AC sucks. is reduced Ooh. by... Two for one round. With Luth or Hook? The Hook. So this guy has reduced AC. Let's um, put a flag on him. He has reduced AC. Um, Get him! For one round. And his third attack, 16 to hit. Pretty sure that fails. Uh, Hook has an 18, so it does not hit. Yeah. Okay. All right, next guy. Let's see how much better he can do. Because <laughs> that was terrible. That was very unfortunate. 14 to hit against Luth. 14 does not hit. Next attack. 18 to hit. 18 does hit. 18 hits. That will be 7 points of bludgeoning damage. And the third attack. 22 to hit. That hits. For 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Alright, so this top guy is weakened by two different things. He has reduced armor and his next two attacks advance. You know, I'm putting a shield and a flag on him. Remind me of those things. Uh, glowing. Alright, I'm gonna trot on up to this guy and bite him. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. Okay. Thirteen damage. Okay. And he should be knocked prone, but immune. All right. That's Bottom it for me. Of the order, which means the lightning is gonna fire. Uh, one, two, three, four, nine, ten of you are up here now. Saxon, you get struck by the lightning this time. And it hits for 17 points. Two fives, a six, and a one. Couldn't hear if you were commenting. Uh, 
I will probably lose my concentration. Uh, constitution, saving throw. Uh, DC 10. 13. All right, so it is 10.30. We have to call early tonight. So I think we're going to end here at the top of the round, unfortunately, um, because another round of combat will take us uh, in our into our evening anyway, and we still won't finish, I don't think. So um, what we'll do is we will end here tonight, and um, I'll take a couple of notes on the spell effects that are in play. And Saxon, you'll start by rolling your cube of wonder when we get back on our next campaign. Cool. All right. All right. Thanks, guys, for playing.